Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Nothing shocking and new about it. You know, Joe, I think there was also one other added character. I believe it was the Secretary of Defense, James Schlesinger. I think he was SecDef at the time. But you are absolutely right. I mean, they don't acknowledge history today in the Republican Party. They don't acknowledge a lot of other things as well, but history especially. And the Secretary of Defense, along with uh, everyone else that you just mentioned, they had more or less an understanding. And they passed that understanding down to underlings, especially within the Pentagon gone within the Defense Department, that if there was any rattling coming out of the Oval Office about the potential use of nuclear weapons, President Nixon at the time, you know, extremely unbalanced, they were to report back up to the SecDef or back to the National Security Advisor before any action at all was taken. This is just... That's not what the book says, Barnacle. That's not what the book says, Mike Barnacle and Joe Scarborough of MSNBC, two of the woke folk who actually think they've got a better understanding than the rest of us of what's going on. Settle down. How many times have you heard me say, I can't start an investigation, I can't stop an investigation, but have the investigation. I say an investigation into Mark Milley is absolutely positively necessary. Why? Because there is a question now because of this new book that is out called Peril by Bob Woodward and Rob Co- Robert Costa about whether or not the chairman of the Joint Chiefs usurped the authority of the president of the United States who was elected and stated to China that he would provide warning if there was an attack. Never mind the more outlandish conversation of who in the bloody hell was talking about an attack. What is this? Where does this come from? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY. Love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. The people talking about this idea of attack, like Donald Trump was going to get us into a war. We had heard this a million times in our life, but everyone's talking about it now because of this book. Like, oh, oh this, this, this is what people were really worried about. General, I'm just going to start with you because all of the stuff about maybe, you know, obviously having the nuclear codes, maybe launching a nuclear weapon, having access to declare, um, you know, some sort of military strike, all, I mean, the way it's depicted in this book, all to soothe this very broken, wounded ego because he, President Trump could not process his loss. What do you think of General Mark Milley having to do basically this end run around the commander in chief? First, if the general is doing an end run around the commander-in-chief, the general needs to go to jail or be executed. It's a coup or it's treason. I don't care how you look at it. You want to use another term? You're more than welcome to. I said jail or executed because it could fit into a whole swath of categories. There are no end runs that generals do on the president of the United States. Only in the world of the authoritarian leftist. Does that happen? Only in the world of people who believe that they know best and that the rule of law means nothing. So let's go back and tell the story. In this book, they make a claim. One of the claims is that Nancy Pelosi, who should be investigated, reached out to Milley and others about ensuring, because of the election, that Donald Trump didn't do something crazy like use a nuclear weapon. Right? Did because of January 6th that he didn't do things to hurt the country. 
That in and of itself, that phone call, I believe is a crime. I believe is a violation of the oath and is an attack on the citizenry of the United States who elected a president of the United States. Just the concept. Did it happen? Is the book accurate? It's Bob Woodward. I never thought he was accurate before. In all the conversations about Trump, I never said, oh, that Bob Woodward, he's got to go. I, I got to admit, I am more anti-Carl Bernstein than I am Bob Woodward, but just the same. I didn't look to him for, for the levels of, of moral authority. So that was the, the Nancy Pelosi part. And then the part came out that Millie was speaking with Chinese counterparts, saying, "We, I would give you warning before there was an attack. Again... I don't know how to put that. I don't know how to describe that. What I can tell you is, if you had a general saying to the Chinese, we would give you warning before an attack, that is a general who must be jailed or executed. One or the other. If this conversation is too strong for people, I don't know what to tell you. I believe this is the most rational way to have the conversation, honestly, directly, and thusly. The question before us is, did Mark Milley take a phone call from Nancy Pelosi and start engaging with these tactics? And did Mark Milley decide that he was going to ensure that there, there wasn't going to be any type of, 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 of issue? Well, Mark Milley speaks to counterparts around the globe. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs may very well do this. And as is being described, for example, Jennifer Griffin over at Fox News making the claim that according to Pentagon officials, Milley did not try to insert himself in the chain of command regarding the launch of nuclear weapons, but he made sure everyone knew the roles, what their roles were and what their roles were weren't now we go back to that cnn interview the ridiculously pathetic question from allison camarota and this is general mark hurtling retired answering that question i'm not sure i would call it an enron allison i think uh, general milley took some very prudent measures uh you know as a, as a former member of the joint staff uh, the j7 i remember when the chairman would pull all of his staff officers in would pull all the the brigadier generals the one stars that were working the shift in the national military command center as, as jamie just said and say hey we're in a tense situation this was during the start of the afghan war we're in a tense situation make sure your reporting is right make sure the processes and procedures are run the right way now why would the chairman of the joint chiefs be doing even that but here is a general on cnn basically backing up what jennifer griffin who i believe is a trusted source is reporting on fox news this was just a procedural maneuver but what a weird thing to be a procedural maneuver within this larger context of was there a worry that Donald Trump was going to engage in some type of nuclear attack, which I never thought about until it came out yesterday, and I said, that's got to be the most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Let me say for the record, I want to put it out there for people, because there are people who you know agree with me politically and disagree with me politically and listen to this show. The, the people we're picking up all across the country. You guys know that we, we air here in Indianapolis, but on weekends we're on in, in, in Atlanta, uh, on, on WSB. We're, we're on in Tulsa and KRMG. We're uh, News Talk St. Louis. Uh, we're on. We, we share with, with uh, our friends in Indiana, WoWo and, and MNC. We're, 
growing greatly. So let me make sure I am clear about this. If you believe that Donald Trump, upset about the election, was going to start a nuclear war, you need a therapist. You need to stop driving. You shouldn't be allowed to drive a car. You have to wear a helmet everywhere you go, and you need intense therapy daily, maybe hourly, to get you out of that crazy. That's how ridiculous of an idea this all is. Ridiculous madness nonsense. I don't believe it. No one has proven it. It is hot garbage. And the people pushing it out there are the ones dividing and destroying the country to hell with them and their kids. That's how disgusted I am by this idea. If you say to me, did Donald Trump say to Mike Pence, I want you to to send back the, the election results to the states, otherwise I can't be friends with you. I totally believe he said it. I would bet money on the fact that, that Donald Trump said it. There's a difference between the two things. If you ask me if Trump said to Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States, you got to do this for me. I, mean, I can't be your friend if you don't do this. 100% I believe it. 100% I believe it. Donald Trump looked into starting a war with China to, take, to prevent people, prevent Biden from taking office. Never. Not doing it. Not believing it. So here you have Mark Milley engaged in conversations with counterparts, which absolutely should be investigated, and what got said during those conversations. Did he actually warn China and say, I would call you if, if there was going to be an attack? Because if he did, jail or execution. But let's go back now to why Mark Milley was having these people engage in this review. This is reporting from Jonathan Swan over at Axios. The reporting from Swan states that it was the defense secretary, Mark Esper, who ordered a back-channel message to China in October. There was one message on October 30th, just days before the election. There was one message on January 8th. And the fear was, was that China was consuming bad intelligence about the possibility of a surprise U.S. strike by Donald Trump. The possibility remains that China, through its own misinformation channels, was creating misinformation, creating lies about the possibility of a U.S. attack, and that other Chinese intel agencies bought it as factual and started engaging it, thus creating the chatter, thus forcing the phone call. All of a sudden, this got really interesting. All of a sudden, you realize something that really nobody's getting into if that's the case. You mean China can fall prey to misinformation? Well, that's a good little bit of information to know. I'm sorry, you thought it was just them dumb Americans, those cowboys, them rubes, them hicks. See how I fall into the Hillary Clinton impression pot right there? Oh, they're the only ones that can fall for misinformation. No, no, the Chinese can too. Well, 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 well. Ain't that something? So Josh Rogan on Twitter, uh, Josh Rogan in Washington Post, he is confirming the Axios reporting. Miller was absolutely not going rogue. Miley, I'm sorry, not Miller, Miley, Mark Miley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, was absolutely positively not going rogue. 
Esper took this initiative on took on this initiative in October. Esper asked his own policy folks to back channel the message. Millie's message followed Esper's. Meaning, if that is the case, that Mark Milley was following orders. You understand I don't have a dog in the fight. I am not trying to find my way to Mark Milley being guilty of this. Mark Milley is guilty of plenty. Giving up Bagram Air Force Base? He's guilty of plenty. But what we need to do is ask ourselves what the bloody heck happened here based on this book. And if we take it from the reporting where we now have two pieces of independent reporting in John, in Jennifer Griffin from Fox News and this general, uh, General Mark Hurtling, H-E-R-T-L-I-N-G on CNN. Well, it, there was a conversation about making sure you know all the steps to take if X, if Y, if Z. And from this reporting from Axios, it could have been the Secretary of Defense hearing about this chatter, telling his generals, make sure everybody's calm, cool, and collected, shall we? That's a very different different piece of information and a different situation than what it is the book puts out. But let's go back to how we started with Joe Scarborough on MSNBC, who is a chump. A low-rent chump of a man with this attack. Attacking a general for telling China, you better not take advantage of us because the United States is strong. Things get messy once in a while, but that's called democracy, something that you don't know anything about. But China, let me assure you, America is just fine. We're not going to start wars, and we're not going to let you take advantage of us. Now, if you want to attack General Milley, because he was sending a message to China that they better not try to take advantage of the United States of America, you put yourself on that side of history. My God, my God, some of you are already on the side of covering up an insurrection against the United States government. So, I- Joe, you're just ignorant. There was no insurrection. There was no insurrection. There was no insurrection. You liar so desperate to keep getting a paycheck from MSNBC. Or wait, wait, maybe that's rude. People say that about me. I just talk, I just say what I say to get the paycheck, right? If I got Joe Scarborough's paycheck, I'd be a much happier man, by the way, just for the record. But I would still say the things that I believe based on the facts as I have just laid them out. To attack Republicans because you don't know they talk, generals talk to generals? Yes, they know that. The question here from this book was about whether or not he was acting independently, usurping the authority of the president of the United States, the duly elected, therefore usurping the authority of the American people. That's worthy of taking note. And if the conversations with China were personal or secret, then Mark Milley should indeed be fired. But regardless, there should be an investigation fully and completely into the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley, to make sure that he did indeed act appropriately. Because if he said the words, regardless of anything else I've gone into, 
because as we we get the reporting, we can kind of make sense of things. What we cannot make sense of is the following quote. General Lee, you and I have known each other for for now five years. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. It matters not the context. If that was said to our China, his Chinese counterpart, Mark Milley is guilty. And on that, all of us, not just Republicans, should be outraged. That's why the investigation must happen. If he said anything like those words, jail or execution, Joe Scarborough isn't bright enough to figure this one out. Don't worry. The rest of us know how to engage the totality of a conversation. I'm Tony Katz.